Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Once again, thanks for joining us for a fun episode of TFL Talking Trucks. I am Andre Smirnov, and with me... Nathan Adlin. Hey, guys. Yeah, and today, dude, we're talking about 2021 off-road ready trucks available currently on sale. That's right. So in this video, we're going to give you some pricing, but we're going to tell you about some of the features, and we're going to foreshadow a few things that are coming up in the future. Yeah, and this is specifically a mid-size, full-size truck, sometimes even heavy duties. Right. Right. So any pickup truck currently available, because off-roading is very, very hot right now. Uh, every, every pickup truck manufacturer currently offers something right, in the space, four-wheel drive, but also additional gear and packages, right? Right, so we're not gonna be talking about the base model four-wheel drives that are out there. Nearly every pickup truck, well, all pickup trucks offer some sort of base four-wheel drive system. We're talking about the ones that are more dirt off-road worthy. Yes, and we're doing it alphabetically, is that right? Kind of, I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try, I, I think I, um, I, I slotted Jeep in between Ford and Nissan, so I think I'm okay. Okay, that's fine. Congratulations, you have now tuned into TFL Talk, where we discuss everything automotive, whether it's cars or trucks. This is the one place where you can be sure to get independent and honest reviews. Let's get back to the show right now. So let's start with Chevrolet, right? Yep. And GM in general. Well, well, Chevrolet and GMC, so alphabetically, they're, they're one on top of the other, obviously. Um, but they offer very different packages, uh, very different trucks, actually. So let's start with one of the most capable off-road pickup trucks in its class, and that's the Chevy Colorado ZR2. Now, base price is around 41,600, and for that, you're getting a vehicle that has front and rear lockers, you're getting a beefy V6, serious off-road tech in terms of not only the suspension and tires, but also the way they built the truck, so it has a very unique front end, giving you a much better approach angle, really good skid plates, and a rather unique suspension system in terms of shocks. Yeah, and uh, actually, so we've driven all these trucks. Every fact. single truck on this yeah. list we've driven. Yeah, and um, you could see that on TFL Off-Road mm -hmm. uh, channel. Uh, and TF TFL Truck. And TFL Truck channels, mm -hmm. um, and also our websites. So, and of course, of course, you, if you're listening to this, thank you. Mm -hmm. You could also watch a video version of this podcast on TFL Talk. So either way, you get all the information Boom. And you know, the ZR2 is so cool that the military wanted a version of it, too. Yeah, they, they, they used the platform, basically, <laughs> yes. of that truck and built it up into something that is seriously badass. I wish they would sell it to us. Yeah, well, no, we're not going to get the military version, of course. Yes, we can. We can. <laughs> yes, we can. Because they love us. I, a lot of military guys like us. So, General, whoever you are, just let us drive one, please. Uh, preferably at your proving grounds. Yes, yes. I, we will do a free USO show anytime <laughs> you want. Just let us drive one. It looks so cool. So, and actually, Chevy and to some extent GMC, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> Don't put that up there. Uh, no, no, no. Ah! Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. If you're Regular watching Regular civilians. We're talking about military badass trucks and you put up a, like a crossover <laughs> and then some dude putting a kid in? Come on. <laughs> 
Sorry, guys. If you're watching this, you'll understand what's going on. If you're not watching this, Andre is having problems with the graphics behind him. <laughs> now, there are a couple things to keep in mind. Now, there are lower level packages available with four wheel drive uh, for the Colorado, but we're specifically talking about really the most capable and the best Colorado you can buy. And there is something else. This is one of the few trucks, there is another one in the class that offers, still offers a diesel engine. As, yeah. far as, we, as far as we know, it's still going to offer that diesel. Yeah, and it's, I think it's available for 2021 at least. It, it was on the website. Yeah, it's a 2.8 liter uh, straight four. Mm -hmm. So if you do want longer range, the diesel is available. Of course, it's a little bit more expensive, but the good thing about the <coughs> The good thing about the ZR2 diesel, right, is that it still has lockers mm -hmm. and it still has the capability and the suspension and, and the rest of it to actually be very, very capable. Yeah. But, but if you don't want the ZR2, right, you can still get the Z71 and Chevrolet and GMC offer, uh, for example, like performance exhaust and intake systems. Right. This is built in and factory tested and warranted. warranted. Right. And then you could also get skid plates, rock sliders. A bunch of stuff. Right. Now, bear in mind, I know some of you guys are asking, well, what about the Bison? Now, for those of you who don't know, the Bison is the ultimate version of the ZR2. Basically, think of it as, uh, was it boron skid plates? Oh, um, yeah. It's a certain, uh, yes, exactly. It's a certain alloy of steel. <laughs> right. Pardon me. Um, and, it, and on top of that, it gives you some neat little trim things. Now, for 2021, at least currently on the website at the time of this recording, they did not have the base price for that truck. However, the 2020 base price was around $48,000. So you are paying a lot more to have the skid plates and some of the other goodies, but it looks savage. And we have taken it to Moab, and that thing did remarkably well. Yeah, and actually that boron steel, I mean, it, it kind of, it takes a hit, but it remembers its shape. It's so tough yeah. that it kind of pops back and says, what's up? Yeah, it's an interesting, now it is heavier, um, and yeah. it's a lot more expensive, so there are some, uh, um, you know, issues to keep in mind. Now let's move up to the 1500, and the most capable of the 1500s currently available for Chevrolet is the Trail Boss, and we have a lot of experience with that. Uh, you can get a trail boss starting around $48,000. And what you're getting is a more capable uh, Silverado 1500 that has an off-road suspension system, off-road tires, uh, some skid plates, and has a unique look. Yeah, and actually they offer ver a variety of different trail boss packages. There's the custom. Right. We had the LT, which has a little bit more options, yep. uh, like leather seats and etc. Above the base model, but not quite at the top. Yeah, and variety of prices, like you said. You can get it in the 40s for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, our truck uh, stickered at about 55000 that we had for last year Right. Uh, as a long-term test vehicle. That was a really good truck, by the way. Um, and ours was a 5.3 liter V8 10-speed, right. which was bulletproof, actually. Yeah, that thing just absolutely performed well. Now, uh, for those of you who are interested, Chevrolet does not build a trail bot currently, build a trail bus version of their heavy duty trucks, but you can get the ZL1 package, which gives you a little bit more off-road capability. Uh, that's including suspension, armor, and tires. And that starts at $44,120. It is not as comprehensive as the trail bus package, but it does give you a lot more. And for that price, actually, that's pretty damn good for a HD of any type. Yeah, you know what? I was talking to a couple of dealerships around uh, this area in Colorado, 
and actually some of the dealers and some of the other enthusiasts I was talking to uh -huh. uh, actually say that GM, please build a trail bus heavy duty, oh, yes. like a proper truck because Ford now has the uh, Tremor yeah. heavy duty truck, right? Um, and of course Ram Power Wagon is there. Power so, so GM, are you listening? Uh, please listen to your enthusiasts. <laughs> no, honestly, they, they don't listen very much. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I know a lot of you guys are GM fans. We're GM fans. Well, we're all truck fans. But um, one thing about General Motors is that um, everybody else has like a um, massive truck. Well, not everybody, but the other two big three have really powerful top, top end, super off-road trucks. General Motors, we know, has the capability to do this, and they're not doing it, and then a lot of fans are disappointed with that. But we'll get to that in a minute. Let's move on to GMC. Yeah, really quick, because we talked about Chevy. Of course, GMC, Canyon, is there. I, yeah. wanted, to, I wanted to bring up their 84 lineup. Exactly. Now, the 84 lineup, now bear in mind that it is not as comprehensive and uh, as off-road capable as the uh, ZR2. So don't think it's a GMC version of the ZR2. It's not. It gives you Goodyear Wrangler Duratrax, it gives you hill descent control, off-road suspension, bash plates, uh, and a unique look. Uh, prices start around $38,000. It's not a bad price for a pretty comprehensive truck, but once again, it's not the ZR2, so don't think of it as capable as the ZR2. Absolutely, and they're actually for 2021 introducing something else like 84 like performance pack, right? right? right. So they're mindful of what we're saying, mm -hmm. but they didn't go all the way. No. Like they didn't have the DSSV spool valve shocks, right? Like the Colorado has, uh, but they still like removed the front chin mm -hmm. spoiler, um, gave it a couple more, you know, um, sort of. Cosmetic improvements? Right, right, which are, all look like they're pretty off-road ready. It, it has a really good stance. It has good ground clearance. I'm not saying this truck can't go off-road. I'm saying that just compared to the ZR2. Yeah, I, it's I agree 100%. Yeah. So I think, I think if I was choosing, I really love actually the 84 style. Mm -hmm. I, I think they really nail kind of like the it's way the truck It's a really good looking truck. I just wish it was as capable as the Colorado. But I th and maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe the brand differentiation between the two of them is an issue. Yeah. Now, speaking of AT4, obviously there's the Sierra AT4. It's the 1500, and that is a very different beast. One of the reasons why is because it has the potential to be a technological marvel with the amount of cameras and sensors that you can slap on it. But if you just want the Sierra 1500 AT4, they start around $54,000, and what you're getting is a much more luxurious version of what I think a um, trail bus is. I think that's a good way to put it. I would agree. And you know what else you get? And I think this is brand differentiation once again. Uh -huh. GMC offers it in the diesel. That's right. But Chevy does not. Which is crazy because you, other competitors do offer those types of trucks with the diesel. But another thing you can get, which will be available eventually with Chevrolet, is the multi-pro tailgate, which I think they're going to call something else on the Chevrolet, but at least for now, General, uh, GMC is the only one that's offering it, and that's a multi-configurable tailgate, which is really cool. It's kind of a gimmick, but it's also really cool. So um, that is available on this truck. Yeah, and once again, same suspension, same tires, same yeah. capability. Um, but I think that's cool. ton of cameras that you can get on it. And then also they have the 84 heavy-duty truck, right? That's right, and that's once again something that is not offered through Chevrolet. Uh, very similar truck in terms of its overall uh, capability, but this is for the 2500 and up uh, HD. 
and it starts at around $58,000. This is a heavy duty luxury version of the you know, same type of truck that uh, Chevrolet has basically. Sorry, I'm having more troubles with my visuals. <laughs> He's Visual, really visual having aids. a rough day. But, but he, dude, uh, I was actually fortunate enough when the, this generation, this new generation of GMC heavy-duty trucks uh -huh. uh, was unveiled. It was near San Diego. It was pretty amazing. Uh -huh. uh, if you remember, they pulled the giant boat out of the, on yeah, the boat ramp. Yeah, that's right. I remember that, yeah. Uh, and also, the 84 truck was there. And I was actually talking to the engineers, and I was like, guys and gals, because... Mm -hmm. uh, they have actually a very diverse engineering department. Which How about is really fo cool. folks? Folks. Hey, folks. <laughs> um, I said, does the 84, is, is it any taller than a regular GMC heavy-duty truck? No. Which is does, strange to me, isn't it? I mean, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, does it have lockers front and rear? No. No. Does it have a winch? No. No. So it, it's kind of a, still a mild package. But it does look the part. I mean, it looks very macho. It's, of course, it has a rear um, uh, G80 um, differential. Which we can kind of live with or <laughs> okay. not live with. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's. we'll talk about the G80 some other time. It's, it's, it's a mechanically locking rear diff that it does it all out on its own. Um, and it works perfectly fine for most things off-road. There is a little lot of slippage that goes on before it engages. Um, now the 2500 84 gives you a more aggressive stance, more aggressive tires, wheels, and the look, and the look. You know, overall. But for the most part, you know, it's really not that much different than the uh, ZL1 package available for the Chevrolet Heavy Duty. And the other cool, just before we move yeah. on, uh, the other cool thing about GM Heavy Duty trucks, the new ones, um, you can actually spec them out to have an automatic four-wheel drive mode. Mm -hmm. You know how half-tons, most of them now have the auto right. mode? Now the Heavy Duties in GM world also have that, which is basically kind of rear-wheel drive, but the uh, transfer case is able to automatically kind of give some power to the front. Kind if, of an all-wheel drive system. Yeah, almost an all-wheel drive system, uh, but in a heavy-duty truck, which is cool. Yeah, that's especially good for like uh, climates like ours, you know, the snow Yeah, mixed conditions, right? Right, right, exactly. Sometimes dry, sometimes slippery. Now let's talk about the big boys from Ford, because Ford has a very comprehensive list of extremely capable off-road trucks. Now the one that we're not going to really cover is the 2021 Ford Raptor, which we will be covering in the very near future, thanks to Andre um, doing a little bit of a journey very soon. And, and also thanks to Ford. And thank you to Ford. So, so yeah, we will um, have, um, if, if everything goes well, you know, <laughs> we, we actually can travel toward to Ford and actually bring you guys a full report on a new Raptor, next-gen Raptor. Next-gen Raptor. So, so but, but, like you said, they have a whole lineup already. They do indeed. So let's start with the little guy, uh, the Ford Ranger. Now, what's interesting is that Ford is offering two very capable off-road packages. They have the FX4 package, which you can get in the lower level uh, Ford Ranger, and then they have the Tremor, which you have to get at the XLT or higher, the Lariat, in order to buy. So, the FX4, the lower price range would be around 36000 and change to get that vehicle. Now, that gives you a locking rear diff that you can actuate on your own, which I love. And standard, four-cylinder turbocharged engine, standard, 10-speed automatic transmission. So a very good off-road vehicle. Andre and I actually took one of those to Moab. Actually, we drove it from California to Moab, took it off-road in Moab, and then continued on to Boulder. Great little truck. Uh, but now, 
they're offering the Tremor package starting at around $42,000 and change. And once again, uh, thanks to Ford, uh, we also will have a lot of actually videos of the new Tremor Ranger, right. uh, which is going to start next week actually. Now, what, what's making the, what makes the Tremor uh, different than the FX4? Yeah, dude, and this is, I think, very important. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find it right now. <laughs> no, it's a, he's uh, multitasking, this, something uh, I can't do, which is why I'm sitting on this side. No, no, uh, on the screen, it's, it's very important because Toyota Tacoma is very successful. As we yeah. Know. They have the TRD Pro, and the Ranger FX4, like you were mentioning, was okay, but it didn't take it all the way up, right? right. To kind of wear some of those Jeep Gladiator, Rubicon, uh, you know, and, and the TRD Pro Toyota are. So this Tremor version tries to bridge the gap and actually compete, right, at a higher level. Yep. So it has a slightly wider stance, uh, thanks to a wheel offset, not suspension geometry itself. Right. Um, it has a taller tire, a slight lift, uh, specially tuned uh, Fox shocks, uh, rear locker still there. Right. It has auxiliary switches to add more accessories. Uh, actually, it's a pretty compelling package, and it's around what is it? I think it was about forty-two hundred dollars, right? Oh, oh for for, uh, the, for the package itself, four thousand two hundred and ninety dollars, I believe, is yeah. what it is for that package. Uh, you know, on top of you know getting the XLT trim. Now, here's the thing about that. Um, I know a lot of you guys are like, well, what about the Raptor? Or sorry, what about the Ranger Raptor? As far as we know, we're still not going to be getting that, at least anytime soon. So this is sort of bridging that gap. This is giving us the most off-road capable Ranger that will be available. And I have a feeling that that's going to be for the next few years. So yeah, it looks like a super capable truck and we will be getting our Paza one uh, in the short near in the very near future, I should yeah, say. Yeah, and also better ground clearance, like I was saying. Oh yeah, so, better ground clearance Because I think that's too. where the Ranger FX4 was a little short on, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting truck. I love mid-sized trucks, I actually prefer them. And I think that this vehicle will be right there, um, very competitive with even more capable trucks because really when you think about it, capability kind of falls off a cliff when you're talking about vehicles that are too heavy or whatnot. This one I think might actually be the sweet spot. So we'll find out when we drive it. So let's go on to, speaking of very capable off-road trucks, the Jeep Gladiator. It's the next on the list. Yeah, yeah, but before... Oh God, what am I talking about? Hold on. There are oh. so many more Fords to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a plethora. <laughs> I'm well, sorry? Yeah, let's, keep, let's yeah. keep going with the Ford. Okay, so let's go to the F-150. Yeah. Now, obviously, once again, the elephant in the room, aside from me, is the fact that the F-150 will have a Raptor version for 2021. We just don't, we cannot provide any details about that. But what we can tell you is that there's also a Tremor version coming out. Yeah, and also, of course, FX4 package, F-150 is there, yep. right, as always. And for 2021, it's just tweaked just a little bit, and it's a mild package. I right. don't think the FX4 package competes really against the Trail Boss, you know, or the AT4 GMCs. Well, they, they do compete. Uh, yeah, but it's not, it doesn't have a lift, you know, it doesn't it, have a certain thing. But it does give you a rear locker, which, by the way, General Motors doesn't give you. And it, that's it, a really important thing. It does. But now the Tremor version you're mentioning, I think, really takes it head on against mm. the Rebel and even the uh, Trail Boss. Well, especially in terms of looks and, and character. You know, yeah. big, beefier tires, better looks, you know, better lift and everything else. But the FX4 package starts at around $42,000 and change. Um, which is great because you can spec that with, you know, some base model Ford F-150s. 
you don't have to go crazy with you know the lariat or anything like that in order to get that package. Dude, I think I mean especially the half ton trucks. There's so many configurations you can do. Yeah, you know uh, extended caps, crew caps. They have six different engines. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> For the FX4. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. And then if you move your way up to the uh, F250, uh, the least expensive one I could find with the FX4 package was 50000 almost basically $51,000, which is about right. Um, but then what's interesting is with the F250, you can get the Tremor package. Yeah, and actually... We have tested several Tremor packages. Mm -hmm. We tried to build our own, right? We uh, last year, for about a year, we had the F250. We called it the Super Tremor project. Yeah, which was kind of our own name, yeah. and we gave it a lift, of course, with Carly suspension and all that stuff and 37s. Um, but standard uh, factory available Tremor. Um, I think Ford is doing something interesting. They're offering diesel versions. Which is really big when yeah. you consider that their competition does not. Yeah. And, well, actually, GMC 84, you I don't can consider get that a competition, dude. C once, yeah, it's, I agree. It, it's um, just not as capable. The, and then also gas. Mm -hmm. They offer gas engine. With the 7.3. Uh, they, they offer a variety of kind of other trim levels. Like mm -hmm. you can get it like an XLT or a Lariat or something else. Right, right. This is basically their ultimate off-road package available for their heavy-duty trucks. And what's cool about it is that it nearly goes head-to-head -head with the Ram Power Wagon, one of my very favorite heavy-duty off-road trucks. And really, if you, you know, if you look at their stats and their capability, they're very close. Yeah, and one more thing before we move on from Ford, and of course the Tremor package adds a little bit of money yeah. to the thing, uh, about thirty nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it's something just like that. around four thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Uh, and the, we don't have pricing for F one fifty Tremor yet. No, that's but, not available yet. But what we do know uh, right now, mm -hmm. uh, everything they have for the F one fifty Tremor is that it will be available with just one engine option, which is the three point five liter EcoBoost. Right. And it does offer several, you know, actually visual trim, differentiation, also a lot of tech. Like it, it can drag one of its rear tires to make a tighter turn off-road. Which is really, really cool if it works right. Yeah, and we, have, we haven't tried it yet. So, yeah, that's, that's what so, I'm saying. So we, don't know. we just don't know yet yeah. for sure. So that's coming. Wouldn't it be cool if they did that with the hybrid? They actually made like a Tremor version of the hybrid. That would be insane. You know what would be even cooler? Uh, a V8 Tremor, F-150. Okay, because, keep holding yeah. your breath. <laughs> wait, wait, you, you never know. I, there's some crazy rumors about V8s going back into Ford products, um, but we don't know. We don't know yet, yeah. Yeah, we really don't know. We, okay, yeah. let's move on to Jeep because, well, there's just one, the Gladiator. But what's interesting about the Gladiator is the fact that there are so many different versions of this vehicle. now. A lot of you uh, have sent in various emails, texts, uh, tweets, whatnot, saying that the Jeep Gladiators are far too expensive, and I would agree with you on the higher trim levels. But actually, when you think about it, where they start, we've done a couple of videos on base model uh, Jeep Gladiators very recently. Uh -huh. um, they started around 33000 and change. Um, that this, these are all, by the way, all the prices that we're talking about are just online prices before rebates and everything else that you can get. We know that they can be much, much less expensive. Okay. So that Gladiator comes with a solid front and rear axle, four-wheel drive, and a crew cab. That's all standard. That comes, that's how it comes from the factory. Um, you can get a six-speed manual transmission, uh, which is, by the way, one of the few trucks that does that. There's only one other truck on this list that offers that. Or you can get the HB automatic transmission. 
And then you can have two different engine choices. So you can have either a V6 gas engine, the Pentastar, or you can get the diesel. Now, so that $33,000 price tag is basically your sport with a manual transmission and nothing else. Manual windows, too. But still a top that's yeah. foldable. Convertible. Yeah. How many convertible trucks do you know about? But if you add a few things to it, so uh, the diesel <laughs> and uh, make it a Rubicon and whatnot, you can go well over sixty thousand dollars. You can which basically is double insane. it. You can double the price. You can you can pretty much double this price going up to that top of the line version. So as far as we know, and there are many different versions. One thing Jeep's really good about is giving people special editions uh, and special trims. There's the Mojave, which is a fantastic version of this uh, truck. There are, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned, the, the Rubicon, but there are no other wheelbases. There are no different bed lengths. There are no different cab sizes. Everything is as you see it in that respect. Yeah, and in general, just really quick, just kind of the common theme, of course, is utility mm -hmm. uh, among all these trucks, right? Right, right. Um, so, and really, I would recommend if you're towing anywhere, 5,000 pounds or less, maybe the midsize truck like the Gladiator would be your choice. If you want to tow more like eight or 9,000 pounds or 10, maybe the half-ton half truck. Half-tons. And then over that, of course, get the heavy duties. Get the heavy duties, that makes total sense. Yeah. But we're talking about off-roading. Yeah. And the cool thing about the uh, Gladiator, even the base model with the little tiny skinny tires, that thing can still off-road. Really, it's Achilles heel in my book is its breakover angle. It's a very long wheelbase and some of these other trucks are uh, much better suited for off-roading just because they have a better breakover angle, but everything else about this vehicle is fantastic. So, if you buy a base model, throw a little lift on it, bigger tires, all of a sudden the breakover angle improves, well, you know, you still might be able to get away with not spending $60,000 plus on a truck. So, you know, it's an interesting truck because it offers some very different packages and very different options than the other ones. Um, but speaking of that, let's get to a truck that sort of has a very limited time in the limelight before it changes. Can I do one more thing? You can do two more things. Uh, we have a Gladiator, actually, uh, Rubicon. <laughs> Tommy doesn't. Tommy let, has a Gladiator. Tommy Rubicon. doesn't let anybody drive it. Yeah, I mean, we tried to lick the door handle so we can get a you know dibs, but he won't let us even do that. Uh, so, and we actually use Mopar. So, right, mm -hmm. right, we worked with Mopar accessories and Jeep performance parts. Right. And actually, they have one of the best kind of factory approved lift kits. It's a two inch lift kit. It's a really good lift yeah, kit. Yeah, and it actually drives way better than even the stock truck drives. That's the thing about yeah. it. And, and normally lift kits, even factory lift kits tend to ruin something about the ride. Maybe this it's vehicle, too top heavy or right, whatever. Right, or, right. or it screws up the gas mileage. Yeah. But we've actually proven that this vehicle with larger tires and a lift kit was getting pretty close to its EPA numbers. Yeah, so uh, Jeep does that very well. Yeah, yeah. I get, they're really, they work really hard with within their own uh, house to make really good aftermarket components. And they're not paying us to say that. Just just got to say that out loud. All right, are we moving on to another brand? Nissan. Okay. So Nissan's a weird duck right now because they have a truck that is only available for one year. Technically. Yes, yes pretty much. Um, you're talking about the Frontier. Indeed I am. So the current year, uh, 2021 Nissan Frontier that you can buy is based on an old platform, old architecture that will eventually be replaced, but it has a new engine and transmission. By the way, before we move on, uh, the new Raptor information will be available February 3rd, the next gen Raptor, the third gen. The next Frontier 
and Nissan just announced a little bit of information about it yesterday. Uh -huh. uh, it's coming February 4th. So it's going to be a one-two punch. It's going to be a one-two punch. Uh, I got to say something, though. Yes. Nissan could have, they, they knew in advance when Ford was doing this, because they know. Uh, and yes. they could have gone before Ford and tried to take a little bit of that limelight away or spotlight away. So I'm kind of curious to why they didn't do that. Uh, Nissan, if you want to tell <laughs> Explain us, that to us. Please. No, but, but this is a very exciting week. That week is going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be a crazy week because you think about it. The Nissan Frontier is an extraordinarily important vehicle for Nissan. The reason why, because Nissan's been very close in the past to Toyota in terms of mid-sized truck sales. They've basically been number two for a very long time. And they're one of the few that used to really compete with, you know, toe-to-toe -to -toe with Toyota. Now, with these big changes, that's going to be something that's very different. So, and we know that. The thing here is, are they going to introduce a truck that'll be able to, to bring them back to prominence because their other truck, the Titan, it's just not doing very well. Yeah, exactly. And actually the sales of the Frontier slumped uh, last few months. Which is not a surprise because yeah. it's about to become a new model. And plus there's increased competition from the rest of them, right? Right. So, I mean, you got new competitors and you got other new competitors that are coming, but we'll get to that later. Um, so right now, a Nissan Frontier, a 2020 Nissan Frontier, which is once again, a mix of new and old. Um, you can get the Pro 4X version of it for around 37,000 and change. Uh, that's not too bad, although you're gonna be really hard pressed to find uh, one that does much with options. They're basically saying, this is what you get, you know, we're done with this truck, we're moving on. So that's yeah, all you're available. Actually, and we've said this before, I think, the Pro 4X Preventier, the current one, mm -hmm. is just a, you know, affordable, nice, small truck. It's it's a little bit smaller than some other midsizers. Yeah. You know, because it's it's an older generation, and and that's actually not a, not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. And and we we I'm pretty sure that this upcoming one's going to be very different in terms of size. But the, another thing about the truck is once again, small truck, but it has this new engine, which is the 3.8 liter, yeah. which is in its class the most powerful V6 in its class. And it has a nine-speed automatic transmission, which is very similar to the one that's inside the Nissan Titan. And you know what else it is? What? A push-button engine start. Which is huge, because <laughs> we all need a push-button engine start. Um, so let's move on to the Nissan Titan. Okay. Uh, the Nissan Titan, which was recently revised, um, we've had several of them. I still think they're sir, just an incredibly solid truck. I absolutely love the 5.6 liter V8. It's the only engine you can get and you can only get it with a nine-speed automatic transmission, as we mentioned before. Um, and that same powertrain is basically in the Nissan Titan XD, which is, in my mind, a slightly heavier duty version of the regular Titan, longer wheelbase, beefier frame. Yeah, and uh, once again, so we've done a couple of videos recently also, compared right. it against some other trucks, um, as well, this is on TFL off-road and TFL truck. Uh, the Pro 4X, I think it's a good competitor. I love the powertrain. Yes. The updated nine-speed um, in this truck is quite nice. Um, and But it just, I think it needs a little bit more ground clearance. I agree. I, I think it's one kind of small thing that it, it needs. It needs another two inches, which, you know, story of other people's lives. So yeah. um, the Titan Pro 4X uh, has a starting price that's just over $50,000, which I think is about $2,000 too expensive. And then the Nissan Titan uh, XD Pro 4X starts at around $54,000 and change. Once again, a couple grand too expensive. And the reason I think it's too expensive is that 
the competition is right there, if not less. And yeah. you get a lot for your money. Bear in mind, you get yeah. a lot of standard equipment, safety equipment, all that stuff, which other trucks may not offer. But at the same time, considering how slow and poor their sales are, I really do think they need a discount you know, up to 10%, honestly. Yeah, and also I think what's nice, and they tried to simplify their uh, latest uh, lineup, like right. they removed the two-door cab, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no longer available. But you can still get the king cab, which is kind of a uh, you know extended cab or not a full crew. Right. Um, so I think that's still cool that you can still get uh, actually several different cab configurations and and I think with all the features uh, and maybe maybe with discounts at dealers, I, I, uh, they're kind of competitive. They're there. kind of competitive. Yeah. Uh, they need to be more competitive price wise. Now I, I actually recently got a, um, a little tweet request from a friend of mine who said I just saw one. Fully loaded, fully, fully loaded for, you know, after rebates, less than $50,000. And then he was talking about the XD uh, Pro 4X mm. for, you know, and I was like, yeah, that, that's pretty damn cheap considering everything you get for your money. So they, the deals are out there. But once again, we can't really talk about that because it just really depends on where you are and who you're contacting. Um, but yeah, but, and the XD is just a towing monster, by the yeah, way, because yeah, it's that, got a bigger frame. It's got a frame. thicker frame, it's got a longer wheelbase, yeah. and it just absolutely purrs down the road. Uh, what was that, 11,000 pounds? It will do that in, uh, I think, up to 12. Up to, yeah. yeah, and it was just, it, it, they made it a really good towing vehicle, but once again, I, I just disagree with Nissan. They shouldn't even call it a heavy-duty XD anything. They should basically just call it a heavy-duty half-ton, and that would take care of it. Okay, speaking of half tons, let's move on to Ram. Yeah, so Ram now has more choices than kind of ever. I they mean, did, well, for them, they did, yeah, yes. for them, for them. Yeah. So there are a couple packages. Now, bear in mind, Ram does not yet provide a midsize truck. That may change. But FCA does have that midsize truck. We already covered it in this Jeep Gladiator. Uh, we're hearing rumors, but that's a whole different video. Uh, right now, uh, the Ram... 1500 can be equipped with the Rebel package. Now, if you get the Ram Rebel, basically you're getting a vehicle that competes directly with the Chevy uh, Silverado Trail Boss and to a lesser extent the Ford F-150, the regular FX4 package. Um, but this gives you a lot of panache and on top of that, you get uh, a lot of options. You, there are a couple different engine options, including the diesel which is something that is not provided by Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. um, you can spec this vehicle to be, do they still offer the, the, the V6 rear drive? Yeah, and, actu Rebel? and actually I Isn't think Rebel, Rebel does have a two-wheel drive option. Yeah. Which is which gives you the look, the skid plates. Right, right, and, the, and, and the kind of the beefier looking uh, lift. And tires, yeah. but two-wheel drive, which is odd. But, but the, I mean, if you're living in the climate where you don't really use four-wheel drive, but that's kind of weird buying a... It doesn't it's, make a lot of sense to me, but I, I also, I, you know, there are other uh, Baja edition trucks, and I think maybe that's what they should call it. Kind of like a pre-runner. Yeah, so exactly, like a yeah. pre-runner idea. But, um, and, you know, there is something to be said about pre-runners and um, vehicles that are rear drive. A rear drive vehicle won the Dakar Rally. So think about it that way. Yeah. Um, so you can get those uh, starting in the uh, around the forty thousand dollar range, and then you go all the way up to you know sixty thousand dollars for those trucks. Um, but then you move up to, of course, the TRX. Um, now the TRX that we purchased was around seventy seven thousand dollars, but that wasn't the base model. 
The base model is around 70, isn't it? It's like 71. Yeah. 71. Yeah. And what you're getting even on that truck is <laughs> supercharged massive Hemi V8, um, beefed up frame, beefed up suspension, um, rear locker. Um, I think the front, is it a Torsen in the front? No, that, that's in the, in the Raptor. No, it's it, it's kind of a brake distribution system yeah. like uh, base Jeeps have. Yeah, actually. right, right, right. So, that's right. so dude, the, yeah, the TRX is now here. It's in dealers. Uh, we see a lot of people. We can already, officially say that it's available. Yeah, it's, they're getting them. Uh, so that's really really cool, and it's a true Raptor competitor, and it took the power level to the next stratosphere. Right. So, uh, seven hundred and two horsepower, like you were saying. Um, and it, it complements the Rebel quite nicely. I think, I think so, because if you think about it, you're starting with a Rebel so you can get like a gas V6, and then you can get a diesel V6, and then you can get the 5.7 liter yeah. V8, which I think they still offer that kind of ridiculous um, e-torque e -torque system, which so far hasn't really been that impressive. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's a hell of an engine selection working your way up to this ridiculously overpowered 702 horsepower, mm -hmm. you know, uh, supercharged V8. Then, for those of you who want to tow and haul a little bit more and have a little bit more of, of a serious off-road truck, you can get a heavy-duty <laughs> badass truck, which I happen to like a little bit, and that is the Ram 2500 Power Wagon. Say it with me, power wagon. Ugh. Can I say don't care? You can say don't care. Okay. Uh, yeah, it does not care. It, uh, it's, it's, it's a beast. And I, I think, so one thing about the TRX too, it has a kind of a fully floating heavy duty rear axle. It does, yes, that's right. But, but if you want two heavy duty axles. 410's front and rear. Power wagon is where it's at. Yeah, now the thing about the power wagon that actually might be more compelling, uh, first of all, <laughs> it's a less, less expensive. You can get one uh, in the high 40s, basically, if you go for the, um, what is it, the tradesman version or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's like a tradesman uh, with a power wagon package, which looks a little bit more like a regular Ram 2500. But that still gives you the solid front and rear axles, that still gives you the big engine, that still gives you lockers. the lockers, the winch, and the disconnecting front sway bar. Yes. But it doesn't give you all the graphics and all the other stuff that you can get with the Power Wagon package. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind. Personally speaking, if you're serious about going off-road in a more industrial thought, you know, as opposed to having fun, but you actually need to work and you need something that has really, really good articulation, the Power Wagon is really hard to beat. That standard winch is really, really handy for doing work off-road. And it just is a beast. The one thing it needs are larger uh, tires. I just It just needs big, fat tires, personally. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be really cool. And there's been a rumor that uh, people thought about, you know, maybe the TRX engine would find its way into the Power Wagon. I, I don't think that's going to happen, personally. But the one thing the Power Wagon doesn't offer that many people are asking for is a diesel engine. You get one powertrain with the Power Wagon, and that's their large Hemi. Yeah, the 6.4 liter uh -huh. um, in the Power Wagon. And I think the Power Wagon uh, is now feeling pressure from the Ford uh, Super Duty Tremor. Absolutely. It has to, right? Yeah, and, and it's going to force, and this is the good news, it's going to force Ram to up their game. So there may be another Power Wagon coming out in the future that may offer different powertrains, or it may offer other things that we just aren't even thinking about. I sincerely doubt we're going to see a hybrid version of this truck or an electric one anytime soon. But as it stands, the Power Wagon is a heavy-duty truck. 
doesn't have the payload or the towing capability of its brethren, but that's because it has a super capable off-road suspension. Yeah, and uh, we've taken this truck everywhere in, in most states, Utah, Nevada. You and I went to several California, events. California, yeah, okay. you name it. Oregon. Yeah, I, I uh, think I've been to about half of the states <laughs> in one of a variety of different um, power it's pretty, wagons. It's pretty awesome. And I want to mention one more thing about the winch. Yes. Right. So this truck offers it from the factory. Factory winch. Fa factory uh, worn winch. Ford uh, has initially did not offer the winch on their Super Duty Trevor. Right. But then they said currently you can configure it. So if you go on the Ford side, you can add a winch while you're ordering the truck. Right? But it's not standard. No, it's not standard. Right, right. It, it, you have to pay additional money for that winch. And also, uh, we get so many emails from you guys, and thank you for you know uh, actually talking to us. Yes, please. Uh, but people are saying, because Ford Arena said you can ret retrofit a winch to your, if you already purchased a trimmer, right. you could put a winch on top of it uh, into the front bumper uh, after the fact. But none of the dealers are currently stocking them, and a lot of people, a lot of owners are actually quite upset. So, yeah. so guys, we don't know exactly what's happening. Maybe there's some sort of a part shortage or... Which is entirely in, in an age of COVID and all the other chip shortages and everything else that's going on. Yeah. It wouldn't be a surprising issue if that it just has to do with supply. But we just don't know for sure. What we do know is that um, there currently is only one manufacturer that is providing a winch as standard equipment. And that is Ram. And that is on their power wagon. So... Um, amongst all the other things that this thing does so bloody well, that is one of them. It gives you some really cool toys. I still think I really want to buy one. I just don't want to get divorced. All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, next uh, on our list is Toyota. Now, some of you are going, wait a minute. You guys are going alphabetical order, but you're missing one. No, it's a bonus. So it, just stay tuned for that. Let's get but to Toyota. It's not a Cybertruck. It's not a Cybertruck. <laughs> okay. We're not covering trucks that we haven't driven, and more importantly, we're not covering trucks that may not come out this year. Or don't exist. They, they don't <laughs> exist, right. Uh, so Toyota, obviously two different trucks. Um, we've recently had a lot of videos uh, filmed with the Tacoma. In fact, right now, sitting just outside of our studios is a Toyota Tacoma TRD Pro with a manual transmission. That is the other truck that is offered with a manual as an option. And it's a very different type of manual transmission than the one that's offered in the Jeep. I personally prefer the one that's in the Jeep. I think Andre does too. Yeah. The throws are a little bit better. And most importantly, it has a plunger um, that allows you to go into reverse. So that way you don't accidentally do it, which is pretty easy to do in the Toyota. Anyway, uh, the Toyota TRD. Now, what's interesting, Andre, is that the Toyota Tacoma offers two different off-road packages that are pretty damn worthy. Uh, for those of you who don't have the budget for the top-end one, you can get the TRD off-road package in a Tacoma starting at 34000 and change. Dude, that's a good deal. That's a really good deal on a pretty damn solid little truck. But um, I'll bet you, you might have to order one. You probably be be will. Because, speaking of like actually getting something in the real world, uh -huh. uh, there's a... Sh well, it's still a very popular truck, and I, I talked to a few people who went out looking for this truck, and they're just not stocked. Right. I knew a guy who had to go to Florida to get one. Really? From, from Colorado. Wow. Yeah, he had actually he flew out to Colorado uh, to Florida to get one. Yeah. And which is really funny thinking about Florida, really. <laughs> that's where you had to go to get that's a, a TRD. Long way. Uh, but that's the TRD off-road. Um, and then there's the TRD Pro. Now keep in mind that the TRD off-road does give you a locking rear diff. It does give you uh, off-road suspension, um, beefier tires and whatnot. 
but it doesn't give you all the goodies that you can get with the TRD Pro, which starts at around $44,000. Yeah, the Pro really, I mean, it gives you different shocks, right? right. The, uh, the Foxes, and especially tuned springs and all that more stuff. More armor, more goodies, more, you know, little stuff on the Different outside. grill, different seats, all that stuff. So I would say if you don't want a, a project truck, like you don't want to like keep building it yourself, right. the Pro is probably great. But if you want to buy a great truck and then later on upgrade it without other stuff, maybe the off-road package is for you. I would pers I, I have recommended the off-road package to almost everybody because you're saving a, you're basically 10 grand yeah. uh, on a truck. And the first thing on both of those trucks you should replace, I'm sorry to say this, but if you're serious about off-roading, replace the tires. Uh, the tires yes. are decent. They're, they're Goodyear Wrangler um, Kevlar's. Kevlar's. And on streets, they're fine. Um, on most surfaces, they're, they're, they're adequate. But if you're really serious about it, go to KO2s or something else because grip on serious off-road things uh, issue, <laughs> grip on serious off-road terrain has been an issue. Uh, I'm talking in such a weird way today. No, um, but, but I agree fully. And maybe yeah. go just a little bit bigger tire, right? It needs yeah. a little bit more meat. I wouldn't mind a little bit more meat I, I, yeah. in both directions. A, a taller tire and a wider tire, personally, I, I would much prefer that. It's a, such a good truck, and it really is very capable. And we, we just recently banged one all over the place, um, going through snow off-road, and it did remarkably well. Um, but it could use a little bit more. So, yeah. personally yeah. speaking, I think that package is good. But there's another truck that I'll, uh, that Toyota still builds yes. that has not been replaced yet. That is now, I believe, the oldest truck on this list by a large margin, and that is the Toyota Tundra. Well, nothing as old as the Frontier. Well, the Frontier is okay. pretty much going away. Y yeah. No, so the Tundra 2021, it's still, like you said, the current gen. Yeah. Uh, it's been around kind of in a similar kind of chassis since 08, approximately. Which, if you think about how long that truly is, we are in 2021, man. That is it's an old, old platform. Now, they but have made some improvements. Yeah. And it's a really solid, good truck. I'm not saying don't get one because, damn it, man, that, that thing just will run forever. But if you want to get the most off-road worthy version of that truck, it is the Tundra TRD Pro, and they start at uh, almost $49,000, which is a kick-ass deal. If you think about what that truck represents in terms of resale value, capability, and reliability. Yeah, and you know, still offers a big V8. Yep. So that's there, 5.7 liter, 381 horsepower. The iForce. Yeah, they call it the iForce. I forced you um, to so, like me. And right now, we talked about the next-gen Raptor coming, the mm -hmm. next-gen Frontier coming. We still don't have a date on the next-gen Tundra. No, they backed I, it up. I, I would have thought maybe they would you know, say, oh, by the way, uh, February 7th or 8th or 9th. That, that would be really cool. Or whatever. That, that make February in a but, hell of a but month. But they haven't announced it yet or the date or anything. So well, We should explain why February is actually... Uh, why some trucks are popping out and that yeah. is normally this time of year well February would be the Chicago Auto Show which is a very popular truck show yeah and we always went but it's been canceled this year or Big moved surprise. or or you know postponed whatever right. uh, and uh, also what happens in early February is Super Bowl yep. so usually uh, you know you all know this, but it's usually a popular time to advertise, right? Yep. So new trucks, boom, Super Bowl, huge, right? So um, I'm surprised that Toyota is still quiet. 
I'm yeah. kind of surprised. We're, there are so many rumors out there about what to expect of the next tender, and that in itself is probably a show on its own. But we just have no idea when they're actually going to pop the cork, at the very least make an announcement of some sort. So we've seen some leaked images, a couple, but we have no real details that have been confirmed about this truck. We do know it's coming. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah, but what we do know about this one, the 21 model, uh, two different cabs, yep. extended cab once again, crew cab is available, right. uh, new color is the lunar green. Which is a cool which, Yeah, color. it's pretty cool. And I think that's the latest craze, kind of love those kind of like almost matte, I mean, not truly mm -hmm. matte colors. And still almost pastel. But too. like pastel colors, like concrete right, colors right. and some other. like o Almost Ford. like a military look. And Ford is playing with those, some of those colors yep. too. Which I dig. I and, love that and, stuff. And some of the other manufacturers. So it's really cool. And it still has a lot of capability. And recently, you know the A-Track system, which is their traction control system, mm -hmm. which is available on this Tundra as right. well. Uh, I've, I've recently started to appreciate it a little bit more. You know, we always talked about the necessity of a locker. Right? Yeah, which I still think is important. Yeah, but uh, driving over the last several weeks in several Toyotas, um, actually, it's pretty impressive, but it's using its brakes. Right. So if you're going to use that long distance for hundreds of miles off-road, you, know, you know, you might overheat your brakes or something else might happen, right? But uh, I think if you're tra tackling a couple of obstacles, I think it's a decent system, actually. It's a decent system for people who don't regularly go off-road, I'll say that. But in terms of, if you look at it compared to, let's just say, the, the Ram uh, Rebel. The Ram Rebel is a superior truck off-road. It is. And also the tires, I think, have to do something with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, uh, if you're serious about Tundra off-roading. Um, and it's a very capable truck. It is. Uh, I think it needs a slight lift and tires, bigger tires. I need it. I think it needs a huge lift and much larger tires. <laughs> 44s? Well, considering how, how beefy that engine is, you just, uh, you need more. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. So let's talk about something that doesn't have a V8. Oh, what, it, what are you talking about? <laughs> so guys, you thought we forgot. In fact, you probably were hoping we forgot in some cases because some of you guys don't like this truck, but we actually do. Um, it's not exactly a truck, it's a basically a crossover pickup. And that is the Honda Ridgeline. And yes, they do have a slightly more rugged version of this truck that you can get, which was a little bit more off-road capable, we think. Uh, we haven't driven the newest version of it. Now recently, the Honda Ridgeline has gone through a major facelift um, and has some uh, options that have made it a little bit more interesting, perhaps. Uh, but they have not given it a lift. They have not changed the four-wheel drive system, but what you can get is the Honda Ridgeline RTL-E. Now, if you get that version, you get the iVTM4. Um, that is basically their best off-road slash bad weather system. Um, if you get that, the base for that truck is 42000 and change. Yeah, and it's an interesting truck, like you said, 2021 is updated. What I'm showing here is a 2020 because currently on their configurator, if you're watching this video, on the Honda configurator, the 21 is not really configurable. Not only that, they're not is, even advertising the damn truck. I don't understand. <laughs> it's crazy. Because they announced it months ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, and then they, we got a press release, um, but I haven't seen a single advertisement for it online, on radio, um, on TV, anywhere. And no billboards, nothing. So it's really strange. It's almost like they don't want you to know about this little thing. 
Um, I do actually think that the upgrades uh, make it look a little bit better, but there is another upgrade on top of this that makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and there's, well, so they updated kind of the tires, mm -hmm. the tire package. Tire and I, wheel. I, really, really, I wish what they would do is actually give the truck a lift. And they didn't do that for 21 either. Right. Um, and maybe give it a little bit more towing. Uh, right now it's a 5,000 pound uh, towing machine, uh -huh. which like I talked about for midsize is okay. Yeah. But if you're towing 5,000, uh, you're maxing this truck out. If you're towing 5,000 like a Ranger or a Tacoma or something else, you still have the buffer. You right, know, you, you still, still have, have like 1,000 pounds to go, give yeah. or take. So, so that's always nice to have. Um, but, but, I, but the all-wheel drive system on this truck is amazing, actually. It's a really good all-wheel drive system. We've actually taken these things off-road before. Um, and we've, we've learned quite a bit over the past couple generations of uh, Honda Ridgeline. Um, I, I disagree with Honda. I don't really think it needs to tow anymore. I think that it's right in its sweet spot for the market that it's appealing to because these are a lot of people who are not necessarily going all over the place and towing heavy-duty things. There are people who want an easy bed to reach into, and it's the easiest in class to use. It really is. Yeah. Very utilitarian, and it's a very easy vehicle to drive around the city. Um, so it has a lot of those things that really do appeal to a certain type of person who's like a DIY person or whatever, not somebody who needs a heavy-duty frame underneath. It does have a subframe, but it doesn't have actual like truck frame. So anyway, um, off-road. Four-wheel independent suspension, so you don't have the articulation that you could get out of a different mid-sized truck, especially one that's built for off-road. The one thing I do agree with, with Andre is it does need a minor lift. I think that if they gave it about a one-inch lift, which would help with articulation a little bit and also ground clearance, I think that would be great off-road and you know, a more aggressive tire. There are kits out there where people are doing this left and right. There are people who are giving it three-inch lifts, which is nuts. Yeah, which is kind of difficult to do, but they showed like a SEMA concept with a small lift. Oh, that's so, you. <laughs> so, so we know it's possible. Are you talking about that SEMA concept, uh, the one that I love? Yeah, and it also had like a tent on top of it and all this Oh, oh that, yeah, okay, that's not the one. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, they did a SEMA concept where they basically made a um, Honda Ridgeline into a side-by-side. -side. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that one. one. Oh. Yeah. I would oh. buy that. Oh, my God. That was something that was crazy. extraordinary. That was crazy. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, a Honda dude, they had... have a full like tube racing frame. They call it Ridgeline. Yeah, <laughs> like a Baja truck. Yeah, yeah, which they is do. like. They... But they they have the, a lot of stock components in it too, though. Yeah, but but like but they're calling it you know it's like an advertisement, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, they're calling it Ridgeline, but it shares maybe a very few parts, right? But it does have some. Um, the, the bottom line here is that, that this vehicle uh, is not as off-road capable or as um, uh, towing and payload capable as some of these other trucks, but it actually it has a really good payload and it actually tows quite well for what it is. Uh, we towed recently, well, a couple of years ago, uh, nearly its maximum load and it did all right. I think uh, actually all V6s in this class, right? Mm -hmm. In mid-size class. You have to rev those engines higher yeah, to get full power. But when you do, you get full power and strong power. You know what we recently did? It was about a year ago. We took a Ridgeline and put it up against the Ford uh, Ranger. We did an MPG run with that thing. And it did the uh, wrap, uh, the Ridgeline, all-wheel drive, uh, was good. was really good in terms of uh, MPG. And part of that has to do with its new nine-speed automatic transmission. Yeah, and uh, we did an off-road video comparison a long time ago, uh -huh. and Roman was driving uh, Ridgeline. <laughs> uh, 
slightly previous uh, setup. Yeah, with he a was six his speed, older uh, generation. With, with a six-speed. Yeah. Um, and the transmission was overheating because he was crawling. Yeah, but that uh, was also partially Roman's fault because he kept putting him into uh, first gear. And he kept running it really hot on first gear. So, because he was worried about ground clearance, once again. Uh, yeah, right. well, that's the problem. It yeah. needs better ground yeah. clearance, right. Yeah. So, and better tires, actually, for off-roading. So anyway, uh, the point is, is that on this list, I mean, we, we've covered the trucks. We've covered a lot of their pricing. And a majority of the trucks that we're talking about are very capable off-road, probably more capable than most of you guys are going to need. Uh, but at the end of the day, the cool part is there are new trucks coming, too. Yeah, and like you, like like we just talked about, and you could see increased competition. You know, Ford is coming in with new packages. Mm -hmm. uh, Ram TRX is here. I right. mean, it's really huge, dude. What out of the trucks we just discussed? Which one would Power you buy? Power wagon. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, did I say it too fast? Uh, you did say it quite okay, fast. Okay, let me ask me the question again. Uh, Nathan, Power wagon. <sighs> Power wagon. Are you going to ask me? Of course I. <laughs> Can I quickly explain one thing about it, though? Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're such a shill for, uh, you know, uh, Ram and all that. Uh, it, it, it suits my nature. The truck pisses off my wife, which makes it the best truck. So that's, that's it. Bottom line, she can't stand crawling into them. And she can't stand the sound the exhaust makes mm. and the size of it, and especially when they label it the big power wagon sticker. All of that makes it amazing. And I know she doesn't listen to this or watch this, so that makes it even better. Okay, Andre, tell me, my friend, which trick would you choose? I, one of the trucks on this list uh, I drove recently and I didn't want to give it back. And it was a trail bus with a 6.2, oh, the big yeah. engine trail bus. And I know that one was like a custom, mm -hmm. so it didn't have a lot of options. Right. But actually that was okay with me because it was quick, powerful, beastly. Uh, I think that's the one. Uh, you know, for a smaller price bracket, that's that the one. That had the 10-speed and everything else yeah, in yeah, it yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah. I think a big engine trail boss, I think that's where it's at. Really? I would have thought that you would have gone for the Ford uh, but F-150 Tremor. tremor. I, I, I do want the Tremor F-150, but we haven't driven one that's yet. That's right. So I can't quite go there yet. Now, there's a lot of other trucks here that I would be more than happy to own. I still am seriously thinking about getting a Nissan Titan. Well, I've actually, been thinking about that for a while. No, let me change that. Throw, yeah. throw, throw, throw it out. Throw it out. Uh, manual Gladiator. Boom. Done. Yeah, yeah. Manual uh, Gladiators is actually one that I've been seriously contemplating that my wife will the accept. The only Achilles heel of the manual transmission Gladiator, it tows up to 4,500 pounds. So if you want to tow more, like my boat is a little mm. bit heavier, uh, you can't. But yeah. otherwise, it's great transmission. You know what's the cool thing about the Gladiator with the manual? Mm. You can go all the way from the base model all the way up to the Rubicon. With a manual. With a manual. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, that's, Toyota, you can kind of sort of do that as well in terms of from the lower end ones all the way up to their top, uh, top of the line off-roaders. Um, so, guys, let us know in the comments below which one of these trucks you prefer. By the way, if someone were to hand me a GMC uh, Sierra AT4, um, I, I would really gladly take it. That I am in love with that truck too. I love the interior setup in it. It's comfortable. It rides great. Um, fantastic truck for pretty much 90% of what I'd be doing. But then again, just the idea of being able to bash around off-road is, is what you, compels me. Yeah, uh, you see guys, I mean, it's hard to choose. It is hard to choose, yeah. and it's especially when you work at TFL Truck, and we get these trucks, and we get to drive them and compare them. Everything on this list is great. You have to compete hardcore yeah. in order to make these trucks as good as they are nowadays. So 
you really don't lose out on any of these. But I will say this, the near future is showing some very interesting uh, possibilities and we will be covering that very shortly. All right guys, as always, tfltruck.com, tfloffroad.com is where you can find all this information as well. So thank you for joining us. Take care guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.